we also women experience the very same things and feel a certain way about whatever it is that we have experienced. So allow us to experience, in fact, allow us to share our own experiences and our own opinions without needing a validation from a guy. Welcome to episode 10 of season 3 of the We Move Experience podcast, the podcast where you learn practical and effective ways of dealing with setbacks on your path to success. I'm your host, Dumelo Piani, and on this final episode of the season, I'm joined by voiceover artist, radio presenter, and podcaster, Nolungwani. Nolu is a broadcaster who has recently left the corporate world and joined the biggest podcasting network in South Africa, which is Podcast and Chill by McGee. She is the co-host on one of my favorite podcasts, On The Table, a female-led show that tackles everyday topics including the ones that may be deemed as taboo. Today she talks to us about her journey in the broadcasting industry, from auditioning for the Podcast and Chill Network, her experience at the Christian radio station SID Media, as well as explains to us why she finds it important for different opinions to be represented in the media space. Do enjoy this episode. Today, um, I have another podcaster on the show, which makes me happy because uh, this is a fairly new but also a fast-growing industry that uh, a lot of us are still learning while doing it already. So yeah, today I'm joined by Uno Lungkwali from the On The Table podcast, which is part of the podcast in Chill. So, so welcome to the show. Hi, thank you for having me. Yeah, this is a little bit surreal for me because I am a big fan of your podcast and watch it and having you in the show is an honor as well. Ah, it's my pleasure being here. Yeah, so um, like I've once shared on, on the podcast uh, Instagram that I have a few um, people that I look up to when it comes to interviewing. I always want to better my craft, always want to know how to to ask the right questions, to get the right conversation going on. And your uh, your podcast that you're part of really deals with topics that I wouldn't know how where to start because it's real life uh, uh, topics that are hardly like easy to speak about and they need really one's opinion. How do you go about preparing for, for an episode? So um, firstly, let me thank you for the opportunity to have me on your podcast. And I really hope that it grows to what you want it to be in the future. Um, so on the table, my name is Nolu, as um, our presenter has said, but I'm also known as Church Girl on On the Table. Mm-hmm. And how we go about selecting our topics is really just about, so how was your week? What stood up for you this week? What did you experience? Or like what conversations were you having? And what did you think um, we need to share on, on, on the table? Because our tagline is, there's no conversation that is off the table. Mm-hmm. So everybody um, has an opinion, has a view of what things should be like and how they should be like. So we just like to throw it out there and just be in conversation with everyone. Yeah, and... At the very beginning, it came across as it's just going to be mostly about topics that are of interest to women, but it's grown to be very bigger than that. Maybe it might be conversations that start with women that are women centered, but 
in terms of us as a society, you you speak about topics that affect every one of us. Uh, like the, for instance, when uh, a certain parent, uh, who's who's a who's a man, wrote you uh, into the show to to ask um, advice on parenting, and I found mm. that <laughs> I found that very interesting as a young parent myself, or as to. How do you go about also, because on the show, it's not all parents, when it comes to that, do you go full in on experience, on research, or on what I've learned along the years? So it's mostly what we have learned and experienced along the years. So we take our individual experiences. If you if you watch the show, you will see how different we are mm. and how our opinions are also different based on what we've also experienced we are different in the way in which we grew up. We are different in the way that we currently lead our lifestyles now. And particularly on that parenting advice, you know, Tebi, one of the co- one of the hosts is not a parent herself, mm-hmm. but she is an aunt. She, I don't know if she aspires to be a mom one day. That's a conversation I have to have with her. But I mean, even if she doesn't want to have a child one day, it's still okay. Therefore, those are the conversations we feel the need to have amongst women. And I think one of the reasons reason that it made it seem like it was mostly centered around women topic is because, women topics is because women didn't always have a voice as we all know and there are still some conversations that are seen as topics that we shouldn't uh, be conversing about them publicly when these things actually happen publicly because take for instance that guy who's asking for parental advice it is something that is happening in his home but when his girl goes out and meets a boy that's that's a public boy. The boy is also coming from a different background, but where do they meet in the street? How do they carry themselves? How do they then uh, bring these two backgrounds into one sort of thing so that they are able to have a mutual friendship, a mutual respect for one another? So the conversations are quite broad in that. And it will be said, it will seem like it's centered mostly around women topics because we are women at the end of the day. We cannot run away from that. But mm. we, um, we, we shun the idea that our voice is not, our, our voice or our opinions need to be validated by a man. That is one of the biggest things that we have been experiencing in the comment section where they would say, bring a guy into the show. And we're like, but we don't need a guy because this is our show. You know what I mean? This is our show. This is our experience. And this is our opinion on this particular topic. Um, So, so, so those are the ideas that we, we want people to outgrow. We want people to, to, to know that as a woman, you are also able to have an opinion and that's the end of the story. You don't need validation from a man for it to be deemed as, as, as something, as, for, for your point to be deemed as valid. You know, mm. you don't need a man for that. Yeah, and I mean, on the suggestion to bring um, a man to your show, that makes slightly no sense considering that you're part of a, a podcast network that has a few different shows in different directions where they have one, uh, the the one that was hosted by Obuji, they have the main one, which is yeah. hosted by guys, which is Usol and, and uh, Meg G. And therefore, 
it would just mix up the the content to just try and bring you all together. So you see, the idea of having a male guest on the show is not entirely bad, mm-hmm. but in fact, there's nothing wrong with having a male guest on the show and sharing opinions. But the, like I was saying, the idea that because it is then said by a man, mm. then it is right. That is the problem that we have. Because as much as the male experiences things and feels certain a certain way about certain things, we also women experience the very same things and feel a certain way about whatever it is that we have experienced. So allow us to experience, in fact, allow us to share our own experiences and our own opinions without needing a validation from a guy. Yeah, no, that that's 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 a valid point. And that's why I feel like the the podcast itself went and is going more than just one season it's because there is room for it and there is a need for it and it shares it shares uh, opinions that matter and now to 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 backtrack a little bit and go to uh to speaking about your upbringing and childhood aspirations because i don't assume any of us between you and me grew up thinking i'm going to be a podcaster from the beginning but maybe a broadcaster of any so can you tell me around how were you brought up? What, were you, what did you want to be or what do you want to be as you, as you were growing up? Well, to be honest, I don't think I had um, a specific career that I wanted to be in growing up. Um, I grew up in Kuguletu and later on we moved to the suburbs because of where I went to school. Uh, particularly in high school, it was quite far from Ekugletu. Um, so we moved to an area that was closer to my school then, uh, which they, I've also spent a number of years there. Um, brought up in a Christian home, very strict Christian home. Uh, we keep the Sabbath. We are Seventh-day Adventists. So uh, our Fridays are not the same as any other Friday. Our Fridays are literally preparing for Sabbath. Those who know Seventh-day Adventists, we cook our food on Sabbath so that on Saturday we go to church and then we come back and warm up our food and eat. Mm-hmm. Because we don't clean, we don't do anything on the Sabbath. So that is our lifestyle at home. Um, and I also went to a Christian uh, school, which is an Adventist school, uh, both in primary and high school. And um, it was in high school that I then really, so in primary school, I was a deputy head girl. Was it in primary school first? No, primary school, I was a prefect. And then in high school, I was a deputy head girl. And one of the certificates I got in high school was um, Madam Speaker. Mm-hmm. And one of the people that I looked up to then, it was literally, I don't know if you remember her. It was Madam Speaker, this, uh, the Speaker of Parliament, the Indian lady, Mam Frini Chinwala, back mm-hmm. then with the white hair. So I, I aspired to be her. I aspired to sit where exactly where she was sitting. I like I, I saw myself ruling this house with all these men. But now I'm like, who? I cannot. F-F-D-A-S-D-A-S. <laughs> No, it would just be a mess. But that is that is really, I think, the one thing I re- remember so well wanting to be. I didn't see myself. 
as a doctor or anything like that. I knew that I wanted to be in the communication space, but as what, I had no idea. But also something that I recently discovered is that I also suffered uh, from self-esteem, low self-esteem, which is something I didn't know I had mm. up until I was given the opportunity to, um, to be an exchange student in the U.S. And I, one of the tasks was to write an essay. I nailed it. Like, I killed that essay. And then I was in the top two in my school, Right. And it was me and another girl in my class. And then came presenting time. And we were given a task to present. I can't remember what the topic was exactly, but I knew that I didn't deliver. Mm. I didn't deliver. And therefore, I didn't get the chance to go to the US. Um, why I didn't deliver, I, I knew that I was highly nervous, not because I didn't know what I wanted to speak about, I knew exactly what I wanted to speak about, and I think I'm pretty sure I was prepared for it. But I think I saw her as more deserving, as a more deserving candidate, um, because she was. In as much as I'm outspoken, but I'm not. What's the word? too in your face about it you know there are people's mm -hmm. characters that are just like when you walk into a room and like greet everybody and they just light up the room i i'm not that person so i felt she, i thought okay she was more deserving if, and maybe my reasons for wanting to go to the u.s back then were not um pure i would say because i I wanted to go to the U.S. so that everybody can know that I've been to the U.S., uh, you know, not um, taking into consideration what it could really mean for me, my future, and what, um, what, what could have been, you know. But I don't regret that experience because now I can tell it over and I now understand the lesson that I've learned, which is how I then got to being where I am today. Um, not being excited by the number of celebrities I meet, the number of people I come into contact with, or, you know, the, the number of celebrities that are on my phone type of thing, you know, mm -hmm. I have their numbers. I, I think back then I would have probably been like, you know, dialing every other day <laughs> to say, hi, uh, can I come work with you or whatever? Um, uh, so now they are just there. If I need to talk to them, I will talk to them. If I don't, I don't, you know. Um, there's a level of maturity, I think, that needed to happen in order for me to be where I am right now. And this takes me to, to uh, then after high school where, if I'm not mistaken, you have a, a, a BA in corporate communication and media studies. And this kind of was for me, okay, there is a link to why she is a broadcaster because not only are you on the podcast, but you're also working at um, a Christian radio station or a media company. Can you tell me a little bit about that? Because it connects to how you are brought up to how you live currently. So the BA in corporate comms um, is, is, is an incomplete degree. Let's just put that out there. It's incomplete. Mm -hmm. Nayo, I only started tapping into what I really want to do in 2017. That's when mm -hmm. I decided to go back and sit behind the desk. Um, so it's not something that 
I knew I wanted to do from the onset, but I found myself, I, I worked in corporate for a number of years and I found myself being bored, being, start, I started feeling uh, stupid because I wasn't reading enough. I wasn't doing anything, but I didn't know what to read until until I decided to give myself a chance and do what people have always said I'm good at. I literally went back to that girl in high school who was given the award and who was nominated as deputy head girl. I remember having the conversation with one of my teachers when they nominated me to be deputy head girl. I asked them why. I said, why do you want me? I don't want this. I, I think I actually said, I don't want I don't want to be deputy head girl. Why am I deputy head girl? But clearly they saw something in me. And um, so so it's it's been it's taken me quite a long while to get into the space that I'm in now, of mm -hmm. which I think it speaks to what I was saying previously that there was a level of maturity that needed to happen and a, a level of understanding the space that I'm getting myself into before I I could be where I am because had this happened, say maybe 10 years ago, I think I would have been a different person. Twitter would have been saying something else about me, <laughs> you know? Um, so, so, so it was in 2017 that I then decided, let me, let me just tap into what people have been saying I'm good at that. I also know I'm good at, but I haven't given attention to, I haven't, learned to master the skill or the craft and and just learn so ever since then it's been literally intentional about making the decision to to want to better myself to want to know the space a bit more um i'm really i'm i feel like i am a student where i'm sitting i'm a student of this of the media space where i am i constantly take notes be it I'm watching a silly reality TV, be it I'm watching the Kardashians, I'm listening to Anele, um, Anele speak. Uh, so I, I take notes of everything and I try to encompass it into who I am and what I want uh, to achieve at the end of the day. Mm -hmm. And I think the, the podcast and chill network has given me that opportunity to for people to recognize me, for people to see me. I'm, I'm thoroughly blessed and grateful for that opportunity because even then it was purely an, um, an instinctive decision when I, I, I didn't even listen to podcast and chill before this, you know, my husband listened to it and he was, because we had had the conversation, I think literally the day before on the day where I said, I'm going to do this. I've, I've prolonged this long enough. Now I'm going to do it. And he said, go for it. And then that same day he was watching a podcast, podcast and chill. And the guys were saying they're looking for a, a candidate for uh, the ladies podcast. And I auditioned. And then I got the call, I think a month or so later. Um, and they said, I've been selected. And then, you know, we had to go through various um, interviews to get to uh, being just uh, DJ Black Velvet and I right now. Yeah, I think there were prospects of you also starting a solo podcast. Is that still something or is it something that then had to to wait a little bit? Because I think um, the character of Church Girl is not only a character, it's really like 
rooted in your your deep belief and how you live your life and therefore can you tell me if you still look, going for the solo so yeah definitely the solo the solo podcast is definitely in the pipeline um i haven't done anything about it it's really just been about brainstorming and um and just listening to what is there what people want to hear what i'm passionate about what i think should be the conversation but i know that people are ready to have these type of conversations which is going to be like podcast and with church girl or something like that or church mm. whatever the name is going to be but it's yes it's going to i think delve a little bit deeper into um the controversies that we experience and the confusion that we experience when we are reading the bible when we are um having certain conversations with people of different faiths um christianity the difficulties we experience i know i know like the young people right now feel like the church or the bible is outdated and is not in touch with where we are and what we need for day to day you know um so i w- i would love to bring those aspects into into one podcast and in, into the podcast so that we can have these conversations and see for people for someone who is like me who is in a media space that is not necessarily a christian based uh, space um you can still flourish because there are people who connect with you who identify with you there are people who are exactly the way you are and just don't want to hear for fuck's sake all the time you know they just want to hear uh, a a cleaner conversation that you are able to listen to with your mom your dad and even maybe then have the broader conversation say for instance if you are struggling to to come out to your parents about whatever the case may be then the podcast would sort of um give you like a way forward to for you maybe to be able to start the conversation with your parents or maybe just let them listen and and maybe they might start the conversation without you having to start it mm and uh you you bring up a very important part cuz the on the table podcast itself is kind of like r rated or not for kids because any topic <laughs> it can be put on the table and therefore i feel like the church girl version or what the solo one would be more of a okay this is open for everyone and based on the thing that you said where if you want to start conversations that are around faith christianity spirituality how would you go about it and one thing that i've also seen you um cuz you 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 extending your reach not only to be stuck in podcasting i've seen you um audition for a presenting uh a tv presenting gig and that that raised uh, a question for me I was like is it now easier to to audition for for presenting gigs when they are done via social media does the most followers uh mean you win or does it mean okay it's open for everyone and the best one can now enter without having to be in jobberg sort of say okay i just actually remembered i didn't answer your question regarding radio <laughs> oh <laughs> um, yeah so i've i recently started when did i audition for the radio radio i auditioned at the end of last year towards the end of last year and i got and it started end of 
mid-Feb. Mid, uh, so it is an online uh, Christian radio station. It is called Adventist World Radio. It is a church-based, it was my church-based in particular um, mm -hmm. radio station, but as um, as well on there, we are also having uh, different topics, different conversations, broader uh, conversations, which is um, something that I'm quite grateful for to, to be doing something that I'm quite passionate about uh, in a different space, in the media space, like I was saying, that um, the media is not really open to hearing about God so much. I actually, I was re-watching a conversation I was having with um, Mr. Bonke Shipalana uh, the other day, and, and I was telling him, I've been so shy in tapping into the industry as church girl, as you know now, because I thought the world is not accepting, the world does not want to hear about God. And I was proven right when one of the comments on, on, the, on, on the table, uh, on some episode, the one person said, um, enough about God, can we then get this conversation started? And then my immediate question was, but when people are speaking about their ancestors, when people are speaking about their Sangomas and the people that they go to for healing or even the universe that they speak to or whatever form of belief that they believe in, nobody, nobody cuts them off. You know, nobody cuts them off. So the question that I still have at the back of my mind now is, why, why, does, the con why does God offend you so much? Because I the reason, and the reason I use offense is because I strongly believe that I think at some point the people believed in God and God did not do for them what they expected him to do. So in having, in having these platforms now, I then am able to delve into those conversations, which is uh, also in the radio, then we discuss like, where is God when it hurts the most? What to do in self-doubt? Should we be questioning God and his existence and his ability? And, and I think the answers are there, but you know when things don't happen the way we want them to, Mm. then it's almost as if it is not good enough. But I know that the topic with God of God is a sore topic. So that is that. <laughs> back to back to this this question you were asking now about auditioning. So yes, I'm not limiting myself. I believe that presenting, presenting is presenting, uh, but there are different tactics into doing it there are different ways in which you uh, like it's it's tricky in the sense that I could be presenting behind the scenes like now people can't see me but we are in conversation mm -hmm. and it seems like the easiest thing to do um, but when, I can tell you now when I started radio whoo, it was a mess mm -hmm. like a pure mess because in as much as nobody can see you but you know that there are people listening to you so i feel like having to present behind the scenes is 10 times more work than having to present with an audience or, or, or in front of a camera because truly whatever it is that you're saying need, needs to make sense 
whatever it is that you're saying, you need to paint a picture. You need to make sure that the people stay captivated in what it is that you have to say. So your voice, your, you know, your highs and your lows and your, the, your storytelling it needs to be at a different level. Whereas, whereas in front of the camera, you can be instantly sold. In fact, the world is showing us that you are not instantly sold when people just look at you and they like what they see without you having to say anything. True. You know? So for me, that that is why then I'm saying, I think being on the podcast in chill, it has made me become more comfortable in my skin based on the conversations we've been having. Therefore, I'm able to audition even for TV. I've always wanted to do radio, but um I knew that at some point I want to get into TV just for the experience of it and having to, and having these auditions, it is so nerve wracking because the one thing that is nerve wracking about um, applying on social media is that we know that social media is so cruel. It is so, so cruel to the point where it could literally break you as an individual. So that is and it is a great idea because it also, so it has its pros and cons because it's a great, it's, it's a larger platform where if I was auditioning for the morning show, now SABC sees me, you know? Mm. Whereas if it was an audition that I had to go and attend at a specific venue, the SABC wouldn't have seen me, but because I auditioned for the morning show and I don't know who's watching anybody, it is literally anybody's game that is why you just give it your all so that's the pressure on that side but also the in the space now auditions are so so i hear that it is because of covid so more auditions now are more closed so it is very 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 hard to get into the industry because the auditions are closed therefore people have agencies I'm still looking for these agencies that, you know, are working for these people because it seems that um, these companies are just sent out whatever they're looking for to these different agencies and the agencies will pull up the people that are on their profiles, um, Mm -hmm. on their profiles and they would say, yeah, we have a mini Damini or a Michali for you and there's just no opportunity for Ronaldo. Yeah, and it's both good and can also be limiting to be to do your audition online. But I think the intention is to open it up for more people because I've seen people from smaller towns now being recognized and also being getting the invite to come and do maybe like a top 10 or top 20 in a bigger city. And it's quite a good exposure. And hopefully we'll see you on our screens and you won't stop regardless of how the first and the second and the third goes. I hope so too. No, I would really love the opportunity. Um, but also, you know, have you seen those lines for auditions? Do you see how people are when they're auditioning for idols? Yeah. I was going to say idols. Yeah. Have you seen those lines? I think I've gone for one audition way back in the day. It was for, it was for top billing. I think it was the very first time top billing had auditions and Simba, um, the late Simba mm. won. And yeah, I, I was part of that, and it, oh, the lines were in. It literally took 
the whole day. I think because I got there earlier, then I was I probably left at like two o'clock in the afternoon. But I was there. And I think it was in Melrose. Uh, it was in Melrose. So it, it took the whole day. So the, the advantage also now is that we get to save on petrol and the food that you are going to pack. You can literally practice your audition as much as you can in the comfort of your home and then just shoot your shot. I mean, I've had also um, a previous guest here, Utato Moshoeshoe, who made it to like top five of Presenter Search a few years ago and was also mm-hmm. like uh, part of the, the auditions now at the, is it morning show? And went mm-hmm. as far as making maybe from the from Johannesburg the top six, and he's he did mention how auditions have changed because when he started the first one was live, and then went to now has been doing it via social media. But one thing that I've always gotten is that it doesn't help to do one and say okay, it didn't work, and you quit. It's a matter of trying it and also getting better at your at your craft as well as you've mentioned. Definitely. So I think uh, it's now time to get to this uh, final segment of our our show, which is uh, five rapid fire questions of which you can answer with either short short answer or give um, context if you want to. So the first question says, if you're failing to be consistent in your work or personal space, what other attributes help you get back on track? Sure. What helps me get back on track is really just to take notes uh, of what I've been failing to do. I mean, consistency, I've, I've failed at consistency, especially in social media, because I find it so draining. It's a lot of work, but I go back to the drawing board and ask myself why it is I want to do this. And then I remember also that there's more than one person watching me. So I need to be, to be consistent. Yeah. And uh, the second one says, give us your all-time favorite, what is hot right now, and what is on your radar when it comes to books, podcasts, or documentaries? Books. I'm actually reading Woman Evolve by Sarah um, J. Park. That's what I'm reading in books. Um, Podcasts. I don't listen to podcasts. The irony. I don't um, do a lot of on-screen things. Mm-hmm. I don't watch a lot of TV. And um, so I'm reading Women Evolve. I actually want to get Atomic Habits. I mm-hmm. see people are recommending that book quite a lot. And yeah, um, interesting to find out a podcaster who doesn't listen to podcasts, but it also makes sense. You are not only a podcaster. You probably listen to radio because you mentioned Anele as well. So that counts. <laughs> I listen to a lot of radio. So uh, our third question uh, says, if you have the opportunity to deliver a message to your future self, let's say about 20 years from now, uh, what would you want yourself to know about your efforts right now? Remember, everything would have already happened. I would say, girl, you did it. You done did it. You know, the mainstream or the way in which that we're brought up is not really the only way to make it in life. I have just left, I was, I, I left corporate in 2016. I went back last year to corporate. I just left it again. Corporate, mm. not for me. 
this is the space I want to be in. This is the space I want to grow in. Um, so, you know, going against the grain, as people would say, this, this is me and I'm grateful that I did. And like, I, I did it. I did it. Okay, and this fourth question changes uh, roles a little bit. It says, if you could switch roles and you get to interview me, what one question would you ask me? What's the one question I would ask you? What makes you want it so bad? Huh. Um, I think you mentioned something at the beginning about um, the person you were in school and high school. And right now, it just clicked to me how life always goes in circles and how me ending up in podcasting is not a type of, like it's not just something that just happened out of coincidence. It's basically my skills going back to where they started. Because in school, I used to be, two things excited me more than the academics themselves. It was sports and public speaking. And now finding myself being a personal trainer and a podcaster, it's full circle, so to say. And what makes me want this podcast, for instance, to work so bad is that um, I've built a network for myself through the podcast. And one day I want the information and the knowledge that I'm learning from people I'm interviewing to be available for other people to use and also for people to be accessible if there's a way of either business, mentorship, and so forth. The bigger picture is to connect the dots between the listener and um, the people that I'm interviewing. That's the bigger picture of which it's a work in progress, but the fact that I've already made contact, I know your story, I've interviewed you. I hope that one day when I hit you up, I'm like, I have this new 18-year-old who's starting an internship in radio. Can you give them tips that you'd be open? And if there's someone who wants to pay for your services and you've been to my show, I want to be able to make that link quite easy between the two, so... Yeah, that is why I'm doing this. And you are doing it. As much as it's a work in progress, but you are doing it. I think one of the things that we miss as people is that the fact, you know, when they say the fact that you were able to get out of your bed this morning, you did, you've won. Mm. You've, You've won the battle because... Right now you are in this space. You are here talking to me. You've spoken to a lot of other people that you probably didn't think you would ever speak to. And here you are, you are doing it. So today you give yourself a pat on the back to say, I've done it. Yeah. And I guess my final question is like reversing the same question that I, that you just asked me. Cause my final question says, finish this sentence. The reason I cannot quit is because. The reason I cannot quit is because people have a lot to hear. Every day, there's something new that we learn. And personally, because of the kind of person I am and my background and da-da-da-da-da, and I see that like it's really happening. Take, for example, oh, what is this lady's name? Umbumile um, Duap. She's introduced God and and she's making it happen for herself. And I think we need more people like that. There needs to be a community of us like that to, you know, to say we are are in the space and we're saying God did it for us. 
not because I slept my way on top, the narrative we've been hearing. That that's why that's that's why I just can't stop. Is that like people need to know that when 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 all else fails, when all else fails, at the end of the day, it is you and your God. And I've been saying I will definitely for myself or for the listeners make a compilation of this final question from every guest that I've had because it's been interesting to find out why do people still do what they're doing depending if it's work or why they can't quit. So it's really a nice ending point to every episode to find out why is this person going to go from this interview and continue doing what they're doing. So thank you very much for joining me and uh, finishing it off, I wanted to ask, uh, where can the people find you and your podcast? Thank you so much for having me on your show. So people can get me on Instagram. It's Nolu underscore Wali. That's where I am. And the podcast is on YouTube, Podcast and Chill with Maggie. You can just search there on the table. Uh, we drop every two weeks. So, um, yeah, so every Thursday... I think also though that's also going to change, but we will announce which day, which day we are like formally drop because I know it's been frustrating a lot mm. of people. We were consistent dropping on Wednesdays, and then it changed, and then we didn't communicate. But um, for now, we we drop every second Thursday at nine o'clock in the morning, and when that changes, we will um, let you know. But stay tuned, keep watching us, um, and for those of you who would like to book me for your gigs. Um, MCing and hosting your events, you can just email me, and my email address is arnolutando at gmail.com or just slide into my DMs. Ah, nicely done. Again, thank you very much for joining me, Sister. Ah, thank you so much, Dumelo. Have a great day. Thank you for supporting me for yet another season. Today, I'd like you to do a very simple task for me. Please take a screenshot of this episode on your favorite streaming platform and tag me on your stories or send it to me at WeMoveXP on Instagram and Twitter. This is my 30th full episode excluding a bonus episode and would like to celebrate this milestone with each and every one of you who supported me so far. So till next episode, let's keep in touch on the socials.